Welcome to the USS Social Enterprise with your host, Michael J. Curtis. In this episode, Upside Down Creations with its co-founders, James and Catherine Gray. Welcome. Welcome back if you listen to episode one, and just welcome in general if you're listening at all. It's lovely to have you here. This week, I am chatting to James and Catherine Gray, who started up their business, Upside Down Creations, a business that does bespoke gifts, you know, those kind of things where um, you get something written on something. They can pretty much write on anything. They've got a giant laser beam, which we talk about. So yeah, you want a laser some wood, some stone, a small child. I'm sure, well, I'm sure they would do that one, you know, off the books, but, you know, worth asking. Um, Yeah, and uh, you can uh, ask them to do stuff and they will do it for you, Uh, which in and of itself you might not think is particularly social enterprisey, but then we talk about uh, their goal for their business and uh, the future and especially how they plan to affect Bristol in this. And I think it falls under the category of social enterprise. I mean, if you listen to episode one, I'm using it in the very loosest sense of the word. Um, But I think these guys definitely fall into that category, and you can listen to that in a bit. Um, I've known James and Catherine for over 10 years now, sometime in the mid-noughties we met. Um, Yeah, I met them earlier this year in Winchester, and got chatting to them about this stuff. Uh, We start our conversation, uh, as often people do, uh, comparing the ages of our children. I don't know why. Um, Do you find that, maybe this is just me, I'm in my mid-30s now, and I still, when I I meet people, when I kind of get to know people, at some point, there's the conversation where we figure out, you know, what school year you were in, as if that matters anymore. But it does for some reason. It just—it's a thing that happens. Oh, you went—you did your GCSEs in '99. I did mine in 2000, or whatever it might be. So yes, yeah, so we did the next step on from that, which is then going. Okay, what school year are your children in? Uh, which I kind of knew, but had kind of forgotten. And we start with that exciting little segue into more interesting conversations about their plans how they hope to achieve them, and also some other bits and bobs they're doing. It's a really nice conversation. I hope you enjoy it. I will see you on the other side to give you some more details about Upside Down Creations and how you can support them. But for now, enjoy this little conversation. Bye. Is he August? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was about a year older than them, but like he's he's no wait, he's two years older than them. No wait, he's going into year two. Yeah. So he's one year older. Than <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yes. Yeah, because the girls turned five yesterday. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's six. Ne- like in ten days' time. Yeah. Keeps telling him on. Yeah. 
Although the girls think that um, they turned five today because we lied to them. Because um, that's easy when they're five. It's just easy to lie to them. Um, well, it was because Susie was at work in London yesterday and she didn't want to, like, uh, okay. they didn't want to have, like, their birthday and be like, oh, mommy's not here. Sad, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so whilst we can, you know, just completely pull the wall over their eyes, we may as well. Because um, she only just got told, like, last week that she was going to London for these uh, meetings this week. Uh, so we had done a lot of build-up to, like, Friday being their birthday. Uh, but th- it's just so easy to just go, no, no, you were mistaken. I, <laughs> I you thought it was Friday? <laughs> no, we said Saturday. And they're like, they, they, they kind of disagree for a while, but you keep saying it, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. This is great. It's just... <laughs> It's um yeah it's a uh, sadly though it won't last for much longer. No. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they figure out how a calendar works, yeah, we're stuffed. Um, hopefully they don't teach. And Daniel that definitely anymore. knows it's the seventh. Yeah. On his birthday. What's the thing? They know he it's doesn't... the twenty seventh, but they have no concept of when oh, the twenty seventh. Yeah, so if you don't tell them, yeah, actually Daniel a specific wouldn't know. Date. Yeah, because yeah, if you said true. like the oh actually today's the sixth or whatever, he's got. He's not going to go, hang on a minute, my my Google calendar says that it's uh, the 7th. Well, I was just thinking, I was trying to think back to when we first met. When I first met you guys, you were very much like as a unit, because obviously I've only ever known you as James and Catherine, because you've been married for a very long time in the grand scheme of people in their 20s and 30s. Yes. <laughs> And you always, like, I always imagined you a bit like the guys from Point Break. Have you ever seen that film? No. Oh, uh, not a movie person. No. Oh, okay. So in Point Break, slightly less illegal than Point Break, but they they go around robbing banks in order to finance their surfing uh, kind of lifestyle. Um, and I, rem- I remember thinking you were a bit like that because you always seemed to be working so you could go on your next snowboarding adventure. Yeah, yeah, probably right. There was a, like a few months' work, a few months' snowboarding, a few months' work, a few months' snowboarding seemed to be ha- the kind of pattern of your life at that I point. Don't. Yeah. We were in Nottingham in between snowboarding trips. Yeah, I think, and that's where we met, and that's that was my first impression of you and, and stuff. Yeah. But, like, at what point do you go, like, right, snowboarding holidays and, and work and snowboarding holidays and then, you know, maybe have kids or something? Uh, that's all fairly normal. When do you go, oh, right, we'll buy a giant laser beam? <laughs> like, when, when does that fit in to the whole Uh I think maybe that was bringing us back round full cycle because we had to stop doing the quit everything and run away. And had more serious stay in the same place jobs, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "Hang on, is this is this what we want? I'm not sure this is what we want." And so when someone suggested, well, no, we were told about another company that were just a family that set up with a laser and were doing ridiculously well. So we were like, "Maybe we can do that." Oh, what? And then, <laughs> like a surrogate for kind of uh, snowboarding, we could be laser people. <laughs> No, but it's like <laughs> the whole reason we're doing the entrepreneur thing is to make life more flexible again. Right. So it was just, we always knew at some point we would quit everything and do work different differently mm. to make life different. Stop working But we man. didn't have the idea 
ourselves. <laughs> wow. We're waiting for the idea. Yeah, you wanted what, to do something, you didn't know what. Yeah, it needed to be something that we were both excited about and that was actually doable. Although saying that, we knew nothing about lasers. We literally did just buy a laser. <laughs> and a man came and put it in our house. And it's not small. No. He had like, it was like we were going climbing with the laser. There were harnesses. There was three of us pushing and pulling it up the stairs. <laughs> it's quite an installation process. Um, yeah, I don't know. Neither of us, I get excited about everything and sure. don't mind change. And James, once he's got an idea, he just goes with it. So I think it was just a combination of him being like, let's do this. And I was like, all right. Well, we were sitting around in someone's garden, talking to friends, thinking, well, we don't want to work for other people forever, but we don't know what to do. And someone said, why don't you buy a laser? <laughs> and after a little bit of looking into it, we did. Oh, wow. There you go. It's that easy. Kind just of. To, just to convince There was a bit of background it. story as yeah. to well, how it was profitable. Oh, yeah. Um, and how her friend was busy making great money from engraving wooden spoons. Oh, so did she, so she knew someone that had a laser? She knew someone that had a laser, or oh. several perhaps at that point. I don't know. Um, and then we looked at what was... Actually, no, one of our other friends was saying that he had been using a laser for work that week and you could engrave onto whatever you want. I think he'd been doing bricks that week or something daft. We'd never done a brick. Oh, right. And so we looked into what people were selling online and loads of it was pretty rubbish. And we thought we could do better. Okay. And these things, just for the uninitiated, they're like... what? Because it's not like a laser beam like in a James Bond film that's like on a stick pointed at a, a man on, tied to a About bench. to yeah. slice him in two. No, it, it looks well, it more like a giant photocopier or something. Kind of yes. Size. It's like a... Well, photocopiers aren't as big as they were, are they? I don't think. <laughs> Maybe like a photocopier from the 80s. Like the photocopier at primary school. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that um, looked bigger because I was smaller, but... All <laughs> oh, right, so... So, so you start laser beaming things yeah. for 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 people, for fun, um, and for money, you know? So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've got one here somewhere. Where did I put it? Oh, yeah, yeah. over there. The uh, the highball tumbler, James informs me. It is indeed. Um, with, with grandpa juice <laughs> on it, which is not a secretion or, or anything from, from an old man. It's, no. Good to know. Yeah. But, no, it's lovely. Thank you for... For that, that's uh, that's his birthday right. present sorted, you know, at a very reasonable price. Yeah, know. plug, 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 plug. <laughs> and so, so I was looking at your your website, well, your Facebook page. <laughs> There's no website. I gotta yet. say, website is a grandiose name. Uh, speaking of someone that has also a Facebook page instead of a website, it's a completely valid way of doing business. Um, but I was looking at your Facebook page, and obviously, there's all the lovely things that you make on there. Uh, but like one of the early photos you put on there was like a little, I guess, mission statement. Yes, which I was going to read bef- again before I spoke to you, <laughs> just, in- <laughs> just in case I couldn't remember it, uh, and I didn't, and I quite possibly can't in its entirety. Cool. Oh, that's okay, I won't test you, because it was, um, you know, it was two or three paragraphs long, so I wouldn't, you know, expect you to, to read it word for word. In fact, I've got some of it here. This is the first step towards an ambitious goal of creating a thousand new jobs in Bristol over the next ten years. <laughs> 
Yeah. Using laser beams. Or other means. <laughs> okay. So. Well, it was quite a hilarious conversation that brought that part of the mission statement about because mine and James's brains work very differently. So he is gets very focused, but I'm very planny. So I like all the future stuff, but know exactly how that's going to pan out. Whereas James is like, he does both getting the big vision or getting back into the detail and doesn't necessarily do the in-between bit. So we'd had this hilarious few weeks, possibly months, of being like, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing like that? What's happening? And <laughs> we have hilarious discussions about the same, when we're agreeing about the same thing, but we think we're disagreeing. Okay. Because we're explaining it in opposite ways. Ah, uh, right. So we were trying to have a big, oh, I think we'd gone out for dinner and called it a business meeting and said, look, let's just chat through all this stuff and figure some things out. And I said, look, I just, we just, I need a bit of a plan. Where are we headed with mm. this? And I, and when we sat down for dinner, I was expecting a, this is what we're going to do tomorrow. And James and I, I've been thinking about it. We're going to make a thousand jobs in Bristol. Well, I just got bored of people ranting on Facebook about what they didn't like about the world. <laughs> but none of them were doing anything about it apart from mouthing off on Facebook. Okay, what specific... I, well, you know, just things that are unjust in our society, the gap between rich and poor and various other mm -hmm. things. And whilst I generally agree with what those people are saying, I... Um, don't think that just mouthing off on Facebook to other like-minded people is a particularly good way of going about changing anything. Oh, yes. The the infamous echo chamber. Very echoey. Yeah. yeah. So we um, thought that we could try and just see what you could do by creating jobs and, you know, seeing if you can reverse the gap between rich and poor within an area to a certain extent. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I... I'm totally up for that. Sounds like a great plan. I was kind of hoping for the tomorrow detail, not like <laughs> the next decade detail, but cool. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Get on board with that. It is a good idea. I just not what I was expecting at the time. Yeah. Okay. It's all a bit vague, to be honest. Well, no, it's, you've got to start somewhere. You know? um, and a thousand jobs in 10 years was just thinking, why not? It's, do you want the nice round numbers? It's quite a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, want to knock you at all but i tried to i looked at companies that had over, like a thousand plus employee import i can't see it now a thousand plus employees and they weren't small companies well no if you're paying them anything like a sensible <laughs> yeah. rate, your wage bill alone is uh, yeah seven figures the plan is to employ people currently with the laser and you can just scale that up so you could just have three lasers in a building sure and then 300 people on each laser well no in theory well see that yeah it doesn't quite work because actually in theory you could just have one person watching all three lasers oh so you'd scale up the machinery before the people okay but um yeah even in that like we want to be employing people who like when we start employing people in the short term when it's to do with the laser, we want it to be people that we know are struggling to get work elsewhere. Okay. Because actually a load of people who probably aren't 
able to get through interviews and jobs in other places would be amazing. They'd do the laser better than I would. <laughs> so, yeah. We just want it to start from day one, really, of making a difference to the general population trying to get jobs. <clears throat> but that would hopefully put us in a position to be able to join other ventures, start other ventures, invest in other ventures. Right. Down the line. Okay. So what, get your fingers into some more pies? Possibly. And, and try and have some influence? Yeah, start things up in conjunction with other people once we've got some, you know, capital behind us and some turnover that we can rely upon. We could then do other things. But I don't know what. We'll find out. Nice. Oh, that's, well, that sounds interesting. I didn't realise that it was it was it went beyond laser beams. Uh, well, no, otherwise it would be fairly insane. I think. Yeah, I was trying to think how a thousand people laser beam. It doesn't become so bespoke and sort of kitchen table at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon we could probably employ maybe ten people with personalised oh, yeah. gifts. Totally. Maybe twenty. Probably not a thousand. Hmm. That would involve. Other stuff, yeah, going a bit more far-reaching, yeah, but still local within Bristol, just because makes sense. Yeah, affect the area you're in exactly. Okay, no, but it sounds really good. I want to take a sidestep for a moment to also talk about your other Facebook page currently, (laughs) um, which is Purposeful Coaching. Yeah, which I googled and got a lady in Texas. Oh, yeah. Who is Purposeful Coaching LLC. I don't know what the LLC stands for. Like LL oh. Cool J. I don't know. <laughs> or something like that. Uh, no, but, I don't um, know. But it wasn't her. You, you're oh, not her. You're I not, am not her. And there's not much on that Facebook page. It's all a bit dormant. No, well, yeah. There's there's a review. <laughs> there is a review. And it's five star. <laughs> so you're, you're like 100% there on the five star reviews, which is which not many... Places can say, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So what? What is that? Is that just a little? Is that a side project? Is that something more? Is that um, to keep you entertained while the laser beam uh, is churning out stuff? No, I think that's because I'd never really figured out what I was most passionate about because I get excited about too many things, and I knew that at some point James was going to go self-employed, mm. and when I was on maternity leave my brain went into overdrive about the options and then I just accidentally came across a friend how did it happen a friend posted his wife's life coaching blog on Facebook and I read it and was like this is this is it Mm. this is like a combination of all the things that I almost trained in but didn't Right, like, we should probably take a back... Uh, uh, I realise we didn't actually say what purposeful coaching was. Ah, yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's like, oh yeah, I totally read the Facebook page and you obviously know what it is. <laughs> but whereas anyone listening is no like, what the hell are you is. talking about? So what is purposeful so, coaching? And then we'll talk about how you got into it. is my coaching organisation. I say organisation, it's just me at the moment. Um, so most people understand it and call it life coaching, but... Hmm. When you're trained as a coach, you don't get taught to call it life coaching. That just makes it the most easy to understand for other people. Because you can coach anyone in anything, in theory. If the person's in the right place and you're a good match for them, then you should be able to 
help them move forward in any area um, is the general idea. So yeah, I did some coaching training, got very excited about it and then just haven't really quite managed to run both businesses side by side and have two small crazy people to look after at the same time. Like children, so children rather being than the crazy insane people. midgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two small crazy people. Like crazy Peter Dinklage has just like gone nuts in the corner. No. No, okay. Two very lovely little boys who right. obviously need lots of our attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, right. So, so yeah, so you got, you saw some stuff, you read some stuff and. Yeah. Went on a course. Went on a course. And bada boom, bada boom. Yeah. Ooh, so where do you see that going? Does that run alongside upside down creations moving forward? Yeah, it could do. I just haven't got to the point in life where I can have enough time to put into both. Right. At the moment, maybe when both kids are in school. Hmm. That might be the answer. Um, But yeah, it's the kind of thing that won't, it's the easiest thing to put down right now, but also it's the one thing that won't go away because every time I do it, I remember how excited I am about it and how cool it is to watch someone change in like, sometimes even 20 minutes, they suddenly like have some kind of revelation and they're off on some different life path. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that sounds like an awful lot of power. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, you mean you just, that I have power? Yeah. Like, no, no. Because <laughs> you're like, what about this? You're like, oh my word, that's right. I'm selling all my stuff. I'm no. moving to Zimbabwe. Like, that no, sounds no. Like, that's not how it works. Have uh, you had co- coaching or something? No, no, okay. no, no, no. So the whole like, idea is I'm not allowed to give any suggestions oh, or right. advice or anything. Okay. So it does get lumped in with kind of therapy style explanations of... sure who you're meeting with. Okay. But actually, the whole point is that you're meant to keep, uh, what do they call it in my training? The ball of responsibility uh-huh. stays in the middle. Oh, okay. So you have equal responsibility for something to change in the coachee's life. So you're basically both committing to have a conversation that will help you move forward with something quicker than if you were doing it by yourself. Right. But at no point am I in charge or telling you what to do. Oh, okay. So you're like, what about this? What no, about no, that? no, no, no. so I'm just facilitating like thinking something through or working something out or helping you to have more ideas just a bit quicker than if you were trying to figure it all out by yourself right a a catalyst yeah yeah and so that's why it's so cool because I basically don't do anything Mm -hmm. apart from listen and ask questions okay and then that this, but this is the funny thing that mm. people then go away being like, wow, that what that person did and said, that I'm just going to do all of that. And that totally changed everything. And I was like, if, if we were to record that, listen <laughs> back to it, you would see that I did not tell you anything at any point. No, that was all you. <laughs> so, but it's just, yeah, I don't think it's normal to be in that situation and sure. feel like you've fixed everything yourself. You expect to go to someone and have them fix it for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And even in just general conversations with friends, like input generally comes from both sides suggesting things. Yeah. Rather than like one side, like you said, just listening and posing questions. Yeah. You know. But it's basically, it's part of it is the coach having enough belief in you that you're going to find your own answers. <laughs> just like, even when you think, wow, well, this not guy's going just going to gonna cock it up. If I, <laughs> <laughs> just ask him, like, what do you think you should do? Like, I should kill everyone. 
Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. <laughs> but that, that probably doesn't happen. No. <laughs> and if it did, I'd be like, I'm not sure this is the setting. Yeah, it's like, you. okay. Coaching, Here are a list of numbers. Coaching is stopped now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. So that's so coaching. Go. I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't know. It yeah. also gets confusing because there's coaches in a lot of corporations now who will help you with your career or your role. Okay. And they are coaching you but they're very much advising you as well from what i can tell right so it's like they're kind of mentoring you at the same time as coaching you right and that's a, a different and that's what's again. becoming normal to people whereas if i if someone comes to me for coaching yeah there's none of the mentoring okay. side of stuff unless it's specifically asked for and it, it's applicable and we've agreed to it before right that wouldn't be what i'm assuming is, is happening mm. So. me again thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed that and um i hope you enjoyed episode one as well if you haven't listened to episode one then what are you doing this is episode two clearly you know labeled episode two who starts something at episode two not that i'm knocking you listening that's great but hey Go and listen to episode one as well. You'll love it. It's got Ben Pollard, who runs Local Welcome. I won't say more than that. You can find out. Listen to episode one. But thank you so much for listening. If you wanted to support James and Catherine and Upside Down Creations, you can do that either by finding them on Facebook. Just search for Upside Down Creations. Or since we've been, since our conversation rather, um, their website is actually up and running. UpsideDownCreations.com you can go there for all of your engraving needs. You want to get some lovely Christmas presents? Great. Then uh, go along there. You can pick from their kind of selection of things and uh, or just talk to them. I've certainly done that in the past. I've gone, hey, have you thought about doing this? I want this kind of thing. And they will be, I'm sure, happy to oblige. I say they'll be happy to oblige. I'm just assuming that they will be. And now they're going to have to. So yes, um, do go and check that out. Also, I just want to pop in a little apology here in case I offended anyone with the phrase crazy midgets during our conversation. I was just merely being funny in the middle of a conversation. Did not mean to offend or upset anyone. Um, Certainly, I don't probably know what the politically correct term is for someone with dwarfism. Um... And I need to be educated on that. And particularly if you're Peter Dinklage listening, I am very sorry. I definitely didn't mean to offend you. But the fact that I thought of you is more... Think of that more as a compliment than anything else. But yes, uh, do feel free to support them, knowing that um, particularly in the run-up to Christmas, anything you buy is going to be ultimately helping them uh, down the road. Support the good people of Bristol and do employment in a better way also if you have a social enterprise or know someone that is kind of social enterprisey then you can get in touch with me on twitter you can find me at t-u-s-s-s-e with m-j-c that's really catchy um or you can email me as well again it's t-u-s-s-s-e with m-j-c at gmail.com. Okay, such catchy initials. And obviously that stands for the USS Social Enterprise with Michael J. Curtis. 
So yeah, if you um, know someone that wants to be on the podcast, you want to be on the podcast, um, then do please get in touch. Also, just for any feedback, only positive stuff, obviously, I would love to hear it. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely rest of your day. And go buy some Christmas presents from UpsideDownCreations.com. They would love to hear from you. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. still somewhere yeah it's in a pile of offcut somewhere <laughs> ah the, the crucial mission statement i think we I feel like need a, to do it again that's a metaphor for life sometimes that your mission statement often gets tossed into a pile of offcuts there we go that's so poetic james I'm very poetic <laughs>